Hi guys, my name's Tim and I ran the London Marathon 2018. And if you've been following along, I've recorded two other episodes, um, one about the training and the preparation, one about raising money for charity. And this one is actually about the event itself, the day itself. So hopefully for those of you that are running the Virgin London Marathon 2019, these will give you some top tips, some hints, some um, help and advice along the way. Now again, it's my own opinion. This is all just what worked for me. So you can do what you want, but hopefully there'll be something in here that will help you out. I think the best thing for this episode is to start at the beginning um, and talk about the um, the whole event really from start to finish. So the biggest thing that a lot of people worry about and probably the first thing if you're thinking logistically is how do I get down there and where do I stay if I stay over? So for me I found out almost a year before that I was going to be running the marathon so I very quickly booked myself a hotel. Um, in London, in central London, I actually stayed over in Knightsbridge. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I need to stay near Greenwich. I need to stay near Blackheath. Where's the nearest hotel? I can't find any hotels. It's, it's not too cheap. Uh, you know, I really want to be close, etc., etc." Remember that London is London. And as long as TfL aren't on strike, which they nearly were this year, but they weren't, luckily, um, you can get everywhere very easily. Um, tubes do run from the stupidest times in the morning. So trying to get to Greenwich at, you know, for nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday is absolutely fine from wherever you stay. Um, so even if you find that it's a little bit cheaper to perhaps stay out in Heathrow um, or Hounslow or wherever and get a tube in, then that's OK as well. So um, don't focus too much on trying to be dead central or dead close to Greenwich and find somewhere that's going to feel right for you. Um, however, do a little bit of research, just double check. How long will it take to get in there in the morning? What tube should I get? Um, a lot of hotels, um, so this year I know the Holiday Inn and the IHG um, group did it, um, but many of the hotels as well, they put on special buses and special coaches for people that are staying at their hotels that are running the London Marathon. So you might even find that you can get a free coach from your hotel to uh, to Greenwich on the morning. So um yeah, book your hotel if you're going to stay down there. For me, I actually stayed two days before. Um, the reason being was because I wanted to go to the Excel Centre to the Expo um, on the Friday rather than the Saturday, just because I knew that the Saturday would be busy. And I'm not, um, I'm not hugely great with big crowds, which sounds like a really stupid thing to say, seeing as I just ran the marathon. Um, but but yeah, so so I went down on the Friday, um, daytime. It was relaxed. Um, got myself to the Expo actually got very emotional at the expo so I'm a very emotional person and the moment that they gave me my number I just burst into tears uh, but then I looked around and there was a couple of other people that were doing the same thing so I didn't feel so stupid and um, remember it's a big thing running the London Marathon is huge and the amount of training that you've done up until that point is crazy you know you've taken hours out of your days um, to, to run and prepare and, and all that kind of stuff so of course it's going to be emotional so don't worry about that the expo is amazing. I absolutely loved it. Um, there's a, it is a little bit overwhelming. There's a million and one different things. There's so many different um, stands and stalls and people giving out freebies and free protein packs and fruit bags and um, shoe fittings and you can buy t-shirts, buy vests, buy all sorts. Um, play on the games. For those of you that are running for charity, and if you listen to episode two, I talk a little bit about charity. Um, this year, the Virgin London Marathon... Um, people did like come and dance with us and we'll give you a fiver 
Um, and do you know what? You feel stupid, you feel silly, but just go for it because that's an extra fiver for your charity. So absolutely go for it. It, it was good fun. Um, and I actually went down on my own. Um, and, you know, you can bring friends and family around. That's OK as well. Um, but it was still it was still nice enough and everyone was really friendly. And of course, everyone is in the same position. You know, there are thousands of people there that are about to run a London Marathon. Um, loads of them probably have never done it before so that they'll all be in the same position as you so yeah just just go for it and, and make the most of, of the day um, what I would say also is go and listen to some of the um, different speakers as well at the expo and um, because they talk a lot of sense a lot of them are generally seasoned runners and people that have done the marathon over and over again um, and it is great to get little bits of advice and again as I said everyone's advice is different everyone's advice is perhaps personal to them so um, you know take take it all in and you know if you think yeah I'm gonna do that then go for it if you think actually that's not for me then don't worry about it there's, there's no right or wrong wrong way to do anything Um, with the um, expo I actually met two people which was really nice so there's a Facebook group um, which I'm sure a lot of you would have um, been part of um, and there was a couple of people that I met briefly which was really nice to, to meet them um, and they were also <laughs> as emotional as I was as well um, and again, it was only a quick meeting, but it was really nice just to kind of put na uh, names to faces, faces to names even, um, and just to kind of say a quick hi and, and, and reassure yourself that you're not the only one that's in that position. So make sure you get to the expo. Of course, you've got to anyway because you need to pick up your number. So please make sure you do it. Um, but if you if you don't want to be completely busy on the Saturday, then I would go down perhaps on the Friday if you can do. Um. So I stayed over the Friday night. The Saturday itself was a very lazy day. My friends and family came down to join me, which was really nice. Um, we had a very relaxed day. Um, didn't do too much. Went out for a big meal. Went for Italian because of the carbs, because obviously you need all the carbs. Um, and then I got myself a very early night. So I tried to get to sleep um, for about eight o'clock, um, which was a, a silly thing to think that I would ever do because, of course, you're excited, you're nervous, you, you've got a million and one things running through your head. Um, so I actually ended up um, not going to sleep probably till about midnight. Um, but you know what? It doesn't matter because the energy that you have on that Sunday morning is crazy. I woke up stupidly early. I'd set my alarm. I went down for breakfast and I was <laughs> a bit too excited that I felt like I could throw up. And that's me just being honest. Um, because that is the day that you have been working towards. It is the day you've been waiting for. It's absolutely incredible. It's exciting. It's emotional. It's everything that you've been, you know, you've been leading up to. Um, get yourself there in plenty of time. So know your routes. No, again, you don't, you don't have to be staying in Greenwich or in Blackheath. Um, like I said, I, I was over the other side of London. But everywhere has got your tubes and your buses, etc. So... You can do it. You can also get free travel with your running number. So make sure that you have that proudly on show um, as you're as you're going across to the start line. And um, because then you don't have to pay. You don't have to use your Oyster card. They'll just let you straight through, which is great. So you start off on the tube. There was there was a couple of other people that I could see that had got their running numbers on. I thought, oh, OK, yeah, we're, we're a few of us that are quite early birds and we're you know getting across London at half seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and then my tube changed at, I think it was London Bridge. And oh my gosh, the amount of people, it blew my mind. Suddenly, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people at that time in the morning 
all with running numbers, people looking stupid, people with face paint, people with uh, suits and gorilla suits and masks and all sorts. And of course, it's all a bit of fun. But wow, that suddenly is when your journey starts and you think, oh, my gosh, at that point, you know, you're going in the right direction and you know that you're going to find your way to Greenwich somehow. Um, I'm, I don't particularly know London, especially that side of London, but I just followed the crowd and I got there in the end. Um, what I will say is be prepared to wait. There, there's a lot of waiting around. Um, but you know what? Speak to people. Keep yourself hydrated. Make sure you're you're having lots of conversations and, and make friends because that was, you know, that's what the day is all about. It's all about enjoying yourself. Um, and you will sit around in that park once you've got into the relevant starting gate and you've posted your bag onto one of the uh, the buses or the lorries um there'll be a lot of chilling out and just waiting but it's okay it's nice to conserve your energy um especially if it's hot and sunny as it was this year so um make sure you've got lots of water with you but there's there's a lot of water all around so so you'll, you'll be fine with that and then as the time gets closer you'll start to think about making your way into the pen so your pen is as far as i'm aware it's sorted out based on your rough estimated time but a lot of people um sometimes over or underestimate the time i did mine i think i did it a year before i think it was when i found out i got my charity place that's when i put my time in and i had no idea i hadn't trained or anything um so i was put in one of the higher tiers because i'd said oh i can do it in four hours um decided against that so i actually moved down to pen eight which I don't know whether you're supposed to do that. There, there tends to be space. Um, I managed to just sneak in because I was with one of the other people from the charity. Um, and they don't really check. Um, but in all honesty, it doesn't make masses of difference. Um, of course, the further in you are, so if you're in perhaps pen five or six, and you're a bit slower, then it does mean, of course, lots of people will be overtaking. But do you know what? Thousands of people will be overtaking you anyway. So don't worry about it. It's okay. Um and then you wait around again in there and then you'll see on the screens and you'll hear the the um, the klaxon go and the, the run will start. But of course, that's for, for perhaps the 10 o'clock start for pen number one. And you've got, you know, thousands of people to get through before you. So for a long time, you're just kind of dawdling along and walking up and then it's another group. Then it's another group. And then eventually it's your turn to go. And oh, it was an amazing feeling. Um, I got a little bit emotional just crossing the start line. Um, but it was fun. It was it was a good thing. Um, for me, I actually was um, started running with one of the girls from the charity. Um, I'd never met her before until that day. Um, and we said, yeah, let's go for it. Let's have a run. Um, however, something to be aware of is that because of the amount of people and because of everyone running in different styles and different times and different plans um, it's unlikely that you'll stay with the people that you're with um, unless you've trained together for the whole time and you know exactly how each other are going to run um, then you know great that might work but for me it just didn't work and before I knew it, I'd, I'd, I'd lost I'd lost my friend but it was fine because of course there was you know so many other people around me and you just run and you run and you run and you run and it was so good the i'm smiling now just think about it actually the atmosphere was amazing um the people that are out and about to cheer and support you on i mean this year was the hottest one on record and people were there with water they were there with sliced oranges they were there with ice lollies everything like these are just the general public that have come out to cheer you on and support you they don't even know who you are 
and it it was such an amazing feeling and again if you're anything like me it can be very emotional i just found myself crying all the time um but it was yeah it was it was fantastic and don't worry about kind of toilets or water because there's water stations every so often there's toilets all the way along again if you're running for time then maybe that's not your thing and you don't want to stop but for me again i just wanted to enjoy myself and i didn't want to be in pain so i stopped when i needed to go to the loo i stopped when i wanted to have a drink i slowed down i had a walk when i wanted to walk um which was great so very quickly the first mile comes up it's oh my gosh i've done one mile i've only got 25 to go um that feeling gets slightly boring after four or five because you suddenly realize that you're still counting and counting but before you know it you've gone through greenwich you've gone through um some of the little areas around london i'm not sure i think one was called rather height i think um and all of those areas and you turn the corner and there is tower bridge and of course once again i burst into tears um but my gosh, it was amazing. And just that view, that is the one thing that is the London Marathon. It's running across that bridge um, and and actually running towards it was incredible because the road was so wide and, and that's where I got overtook by the Teletubbies. Um, and you're just running and running this huge tower, this huge bridge is just appearing above you. Oh, it was incredible. Um, and of course, you've got so many people stood on the sides of the bridge screaming and shouting your name um, because if you've got a charity vest and you've got your name printed on it people will shout you and it's oh, it's amazing go on tim go on tim and i'm like i don't know who you are but thank you um don't be afraid to not worry too much about replying or nodding or smiling at them because you've got you know you, you at that point you, you know you've run half a marathon already you don't have enough energy to wave at every single person that shouts your name because i promise you a thousand people will shout your name um but you know just just smile that's all i did and, and you know they, they they know that they know that they're not expecting a, a response every time they shout you um, but I went across the bridge and that's where I saw my first friend, which was lovely. Um, and he had been messaging me um, along actually with that. So I'd got my phone with me um, and was kind of texting people to say where I was, was going through. However, of course, signal is awful um, for the London Marathon. So don't rely on that. Um, one of the pieces of advice I had was to text rather than WhatsApp or iMessage or whatever, just because everyone's using their data. So actually it frees up the SMS lines. That's quite technical, but um, that was one of the, the tips that I had. Um, but anyway, luckily I knew where he was going to be on the bridge. Um, so that was great. I managed to see him and then came off the bridge, turned the corner, was going right um, down towards, um, I don't know, I guess, towards, oh, maybe that was Greenwich. Oh, I no, we just come from Greenwich. Anyway, we turned right. Isle of Dogs, I think that's where I was going. Um, and that's where I saw my family and my friends, which was lovely. And again, I knew they were going to be there somewhere near the halfway mark. Um, so that was fab. Um, and then, of course, you crossed the halfway mark, and that was incredible. Um, I think for me, that is where I started to slow down a bit and started to... I say hit the wall people talk about this wall I, I don't I wouldn't say that there's such a thing as the wall but certainly that's where I start to go oh, okay I've, I've got a while to go in it gets slightly more boring as you do in that way um also as you're going down there you've got runners running the opposite direction which is great and obviously you're all cheering each other on um but it's slightly disheartening because people are almost at the finish 
Um, however, don't think about that. You know, you've got your plan. You, you're just aiming to get round. So, so do your thing and keep going. Um, and then it goes into the windy streets, the Isle of Dogs, etc. Kind of round some of the estates around there. Um, but actually, that is where. I found that it was the most friendliest because that is where people were out and about and cheering you on and giving you free orange slices and ice lollies and all sorts. And it's incredible. Um, High-fiving children as you're running past. And yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. So did that run um, and then eventually got into the 17-mile mark. And that was special for me because that's where... The charity um, that I run for, the Terence Higgins Trust, that's where they had set up their uh, little stand. So I knew they were going to be there um, near the Asda. And of course, at that point, that's where my parents and, and my friends all joined again. So that was really nice. So I stopped there for a little bit. Um, and that's where I could actually stop and hug everyone and, and take a bit of a breather and have a little bit to, to, to eat and drink. Um, and then I carried on. Um, and at that point, I suddenly realised, oh my gosh, I've done 70 miles. I've only got nine to go. And then it was only eight to go. Then it was only seven to go. Um, a little bit tough around those areas. Um, and I was really just kind of walking, jogging, walking, jogging. And then I think I hit mile 22. And I'd suddenly, th I'd, I'd missed 21. I knew I'd gone past 20. Somehow missed 21. And suddenly there was 22. Oh my gosh, I've got four to go. Um, and that was it. I just ran. And I ran and I ran and I ran. And I did not stop for anyone it wasn't happening I didn't care I was just gonna run and I say run it was a very very slow jog but I just went for it um, and I was just so happy and on some of the videos and the photos everyone um, says like all you did was smile you just constantly smiled and in fact there were on one of the video I'll, I'll again I'll link the my YouTube video um, I can hear what well, I can't remember which bit that but you can hear someone shouting oh he's just constantly smiling as I ran past them which was lovely um, because you do, you're just so full of emotion and elation of this is it, I'm almost there, I've done it. Um, and then you go in along the Thames and then you can see Big Ben. Um, and, and then you, well, I say you can see, see Big Ben. I kind of missed it, but it was because it was all scaffolded um, this year. I'm not sure if it'll be finished by 2019, but anyway, you know where Big Ben is. Then you turn the corner and in my head you turn the corner straight into kind of the palace but it was quite far there was still a little bit to go um and then of course it's the countdown and you start seeing all the signs two kilometers to go 1500 meters to go and suddenly you get more excited more excited more excited um and then you see that bit which is 385 i think uh, 385 yards to go oh my gosh incredible and that's where the noise hits you as well because everyone is cheering and screaming now unfortunately i missed um my family and my friends because they were stood underneath the big kind of lion fountain thing in the middle of the um just outside buckingham palace i missed them because i was just so focused on getting through to the end um but don't worry about that if you miss people don't worry that's not the end of the world um, I think I got quite upset actually afterwards when I found that out um, because my mum had said oh I really want to see you before the end um, and I got quite um, emotional about it but that was because I was exhausted two days after it I didn't care um, you know <laughs> it didn't matter um, so don't worry too much about missing people or kind of you know trying to see but do your best do your best try and arrange things pre-arrange it before but anyway running down that final bit um, and towards the finish line was 
the best feeling ever and yet again i cried literally for well what felt like hours probably only 10 minutes but um and then you get your medal which is amazing <laughs> i'm smiling now actually just thinking about it um and then that's it it's over and all of a sudden it's like oh i've done it i've absolutely done it which was fantastic um, and then you go and find your bag you have your photographs taken and then you get out and you try and meet your friends and family which is sometimes the hardest bit um make sure that you plan it in advance make sure that you have got a, an agreed place i would probably say try and get away from the park and away from the palace um because everywhere is busy um and then that's it it's over it's done and and for me it was then the journey home a lot of people might choose to stay in london for that night i just wanted my own bed so i and i knew that i would want that so i didn't plan to stay um and again you can use your free tube uh tube travel um to get you to where you need to be whether that's to a car park or to to another train station um and that is it <laughs> what i will say is book a couple of days off work um afterwards because i promise you you will not be able to walk i found that i could walk up the stairs but i couldn't walk in, which was a very strange thing i presumed it would be harder to go up but apparently it was harder to go down um and yeah just make sure that you rest and relax in hindsight i really wish that i'd booked some sort of um massage and, and just treated myself um because i was in a lot of pain for quite a while after that um but then I went back on a Wednesday to work and it was amazing and I got to see everyone. Everyone was so happy and everyone's cheering you on and everyone's telling you how they followed you and they tracked you on the app. And they, oh, I watched the BBC for hours, but I couldn't see you and all that kind of thing. Um, but no, be proud of what you've done because it is absolutely fantastic. Um, and you know what, if you've kind of listened through this and you're thinking, that's the feeling I want, that's what I want to kind of achieve imagine it when you when you're doing your training and you're running around a park or two um set your sight on a little bit that's you know a, a covered tree and imagine it's the it's the um the finish line because i did that a few times <laughs> yes me running around a park in leicester i did burst into tears a couple of times in the middle of february because i was pretending that i'd crossed the finish line um but it doesn't matter no one cares um and, and that's one way just kind of envisage to to where you're you're going and what you're doing so yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, on the day I said I would never do it again. A couple of days later, I said I would, would probably never do it again. A few days after that, I'd entered the ballot. Um, so you never know, I might actually be running um, in the 2019 London Marathon. Um, perhaps not, who knows? Um, I know the chances are slim, but hopefully if you are, then you're prepared. Hopefully you know what you want to do. Again, as I've said through all of these um, episodes, do your thing there is no right or wrong answer you will see a million and one um facts or blogs or posts on facebook groups saying how do i do this should i do that should i consider this don't worry it's okay just do your thing you will get round even if you walk it you will get round and you will enjoy it and you will be so proud of what you achieved so that's my story um good luck all the best i hope that you have a fantastic time i have vowed to myself since the obviously experience of doing it this year that every year now i will go down to london even if it's just for a couple of hours and i will stand on the side of the road and i will cheer people on and shout people's names that they've got on their vests 
just because the thousands of people that did it for me, uh, I want to give back and do that for everyone else. So even if I'm not in the marathon, I'll be down there um, and I will be cheering you on. So look out for me as you're running past. Um, honestly, don't look out for me because you won't have a clue who I am. You will have no energy to look at anyone or, you know, say hi or whatever. But um, no, I'll, I'll be there cheering you on. So good luck. All the best. Hopefully you've got some helpful hints and tips out of this. Um, if you do want to um, send me a message, um, ask me any questions, then feel free. Um, I'll, I'll give you, again, my own opinion and my own advice, but don't don't feel like you have to take it because, as I said, it's you know, it's, it's your race. It's your marathon. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. Good luck. And I'm sure you will do amazing.